0: This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 351, The Secret to a Meaningful Life is Meaningful Relationships, by Emily S. Fahani-Smith with Gottman.com. Hi there, I'm Joss Marie and welcome to my show, the show where I narrate content exclusively about relationships, and today is no exception. I'll actually be narrating a guest post from Gottman all about the secret to a meaningful life And I'm sure I speak for the majority of us when I say we'd love to jump right in and hear what the secret is. So let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. The Secret to a Meaningful Life is Meaningful Relationships by Emily Esfahani-Smith with Gottman.com My friend Jonathan Shapiro has a morning routine. Every day on his way to work, he buys a newspaper from the same street vendor whose newsstand is by a busy subway station in New York. Though both Jonathan and the vendor have every incentive to rush through the exchange of goods for money and get on with their days, they always take a moment to have a brief conversation. Their little exchange, as humble as it may seem, reveals a great deal about how we can each lead more meaningful lives, as I write in my new book, The Power of Meaning, Crafting a Life That Matters. Many of us are so caught up in our own lives, so rushed and preoccupied, that we acknowledge the people we are interacting with only instrumentally. We fail to see them as individuals. But Jonathan and the vendor break outside of their cocoons and form a brief bond with one another. Each of them lets the other one know that he has heard, seen, and appreciated, that he matters. If you ask people what their most significant sources of meaning in life are, they perhaps unsurprisingly list their close relationships. But as I researched my book, I discovered something that did surprise me. Our loose ties to others can be potent sources of meaning, too. That's because one of the pillars of a meaningful life is a sense of belonging, which you can cultivate with your partner, children, and closest friends, of course, but also with your newspaper vendor, local barista, and even a stranger on the street. These micro-connections are sources of meaning we can all tap into to lead deeper and richer lives. When people feel like they belong, according to psychologists Mark Larry and Roy Baumeister, it's because two conditions have been satisfied. First, they are in relationship with others based on mutual care. Each person feels valued by the other. When other people think you matter and treat you like you matter, you believe you matter too, like Jonathan and the vendor. Second, they have frequent pleasant interactions with other people. Those moments can be joyful and fun, like when a parent and child play, or more emotionally neutral, like when a content couple holds hands while watching television together. But the key is that they happen on a regular basis and are not negative. Again, like Jonathan and the vendor. Belonging isn't a fixed trait of relationships. We can each build belonging with another person by doing certain things. One excellent way is to make sure we're responding to one another's bids, as the psychologist John Gottman calls them. In relationships, people are constantly making bids for affection. For example, let's say a couple is sitting at the breakfast table and the wife comments on an interesting headline in the newspaper. At this moment, she is making a bid for her husband's attention and hoping that her husband responds by acknowledging her warmly. Her husband now has a choice. He can either ignore her bid or barely acknowledge it, or he could affirm her bid by saying something like, How interesting, tell me more. And this would create a moment of belonging that both of them could share. But if small moments can kindle belonging, they can also destroy it. For example, one day when my friend Jonathan went to buy the paper, he realized he had only big bills. The vendor could not make change for Jonathan, so he smiled widely and said, don't worry, you'll pay tomorrow. The vendor was making a bid to take their relationship to a higher level of trust and intimacy. But Jonathan tensed up and shook his head. He insisted on paying for the paper, so he went into a store and bought something he did not need so he could make change. He handed the vendor a dollar and said, here you go, to be sure I don't forget. In that instant, the dynamic of their relationship changed. The vendor reluctantly took Jonathan's money and drew back in sadness. I did the wrong thing, Jonathan later said. I didn't accept his kindness. He wanted to do something meaningful, but I treated it as a transaction. The vendor isn't the only person, of course, who has felt cut down by rejection. Psychologists have found that social rejection can make both the rejected and the rejector feel alienated and insignificant. As Jonathan learned on a crowded street corner, the smallest moment of rejection can knock the meaning out of a connection as easily as the smallest moment of belonging can build it up. After Jonathan dismissed the vendor's bid for mutual trust, both of them left each other that morning feeling diminished. Fortunately, the two men were able to restore their relationship. The next time Jonathan saw the vendor, he brought him a cup of tea. And the next time the vendor offered Jonathan a newspaper, Jonathan thanked him and humbly accepted his gesture of kindness. They continued to share a quick conversation each day. We can't control whether someone will respond to our bids, but we can all choose to reciprocate one. We can decide to respond kindly rather than antagonistically to one another. We can choose to value people rather than devalue them. We can invite people to belong. And when we do, not only will our own lives feel more meaningful, but our relationships will be better too. You just listened to the post titled, The Secret to a Meaningful Life is Meaningful Relationships by Emily S. Smith with Gottman.com. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Emily is the author of The Power of Meaning, Crafting a Life That Matters. And she's also an editor at the Stanford University's Hoover Institution, where she manages the Ben Franklin Circles Project, a collaboration with the 92nd Street Y and Citizen University to build purpose and community. And we're super happy to have her content on the show. So thanks to Gottman for letting us share it. But with that, let's keep today's outro short and sweet for you. So take it easy and I'll see you again tomorrow for your optimal life. Oh, wait.